Bix, after a very successful Chapel Hadley series in the white ball format with the T20s, Australia now turn their attention to the red ball and they prepare to take on New Zealand in a two-test match series. Um, it's not looking good for the Kiwis who have won one of their last 29 tests against Australia, dating back 31 years to 1993. They want to change that. Someone who had a big hand in, of course, the success of New Zealand cricket is our next guest, part of the coverage today, Grant Elliott. Good morning to you. Um, talk us through the conditions to start off with. Oh, fellas, good morning. Good morning. Um, conditions are not that great. There's low cloud cover. There's a little bit of spitting on my windscreen at the moment. I was going to get there nice and early, have a breakfast, you know, soak up the atmosphere of test cricket. But um, did see a double rainbow. There was a double rainbow yes. driving <laughs> towards Wellington and then a nice little 5.22 a.m. wake-up call with a 4.8 magnitude earthquake. So hopefully it woke up all the Aussies who, let's hope they were sort of seven or eight stories high, shaking quite nicely. Um, and uh, they might be a little bit tired this morning, let's hope. So, so Grant, you, you're talking uh, reasonably sort of blasé about that. Earthquakes, are they as regular as, as or as normalised as what you're talking about? 4.8 doesn't seem insignificant. No, it's a good shake. Like, I mean, oh, when you've been through them, obviously your first one, you kind of, especially when you're in a hotel, you'll think this is not good. But, yeah, when you're in your own house and it's made of wood and it's just shaking from side to side, you get a little bit worried when it goes on for a second or two longer than you expect. Then you kind of like, okay, is this gonna? Is this the big one? Mm. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it becomes a little bit normalised living in Wellington. Uh, but it won't be for Australians, I'm sure. Mm. Now, the pitch looks reasonably favourable for Seamers. You did mention that uh, there's a, a little bit of moisture around the place. Uh, Pat Cummins didn't rule out if winning if he won the toss, he'd send New Zealand in. How do you think it might play the pitch? Um, yeah, listen, you definitely got to bowl here first. You have to. I mean, there, there's no other way because when you look at this, uh, this pitch, and I was looking at it from the commentary box uh, yesterday, and you could actually see, I guess, the, the underbelly of the pitch, which isn't normal. Normally, you just see bright green grass, and you can't tell the difference between the outfield and, and the pitch. There's a lot of live grass there, which means that for the seamers early on, as a captain, it would be a gutsy move to bat first. Because if it's going to do anything, it's going to do it for the first day. Grant, Australia, Australia, funnily enough, are coming off the back of a loss in a test match at home against the West Indies. So they will have a point to prove, but also New Zealand. Can you talk us through some of the players to look out for? We had, we saw some really impressive performances in the T20 series, albeit the last one being a 10-10, but some of the players that could cause the Aussies some headaches. There's a young up and coming player called Kane Williamson. Who's not too bad. <laughs> uh, he's uh, yeah. He just can't put a foot wrong, but I think like, it's going to be great to see Kane up against, you know, the best in the world. Um, you know, he scores a lot of runs at home and he's just been monstering the runs, which is why he's test number one better in the world. But I'd say if you're looking at young players, it's quite phenomenal how, you know, I know Black Caps environment is like. It's a great environment and an amazing environment for young players to come into and do well. And Willow Rourke in his first test, he bowled with heat. He's tall. He's built like a rugby player, this bowler. And, um, yeah, I was really impressed with him and Hamilton. 
Uh, got the best return ever on debut for, for a New Zealand bowler. Got nine wickets. Um, and the other one to watch out for would be Rachin Ravindra, who had a great mm. World Cup, but then um, obviously got his test double in, uh, in Tauranga. So um, young players coming in, coming through, uh, and I think that that's exciting. At the other end of the scale, um, Neil Wagner announced his retirement. Were you surprised by that? Uh, in a way, no. I think, you know, Neil Wagner, his main strength was bowling short and variable in pace. And you would sort of dial it down to 124, 127, and then dial it up to like 134, 135. Short guy, uh, bustled in, shoulder bowler, like banged it in short all the time. And it would either hit the strings or hit the leather. So as a player, it was very difficult to get into a rhythm of striking it, which is why someone like Steve Smith had so many issues with him. And many batters got out to the short ball against Neil Wagner. They knew it was coming, but they they tried to take it on and inevitably got out. So um, once he lost that just that extra yard of pace, I think that that's probably when, um, you know, he wasn't as effective because then he's trying to push the ball up there and swing it. And there's other bowlers to do that. You know, the likes of Salvi, uh, Henry's more a seam bowler, but he gets it up there. So I think that that made him, you know, probably a different proposition. And um, Willow Rourke then came through with his nine wickets and, and that inevitably replaced Wagner. Grant, before we let you go, how are you finding being on the other side of cricket? So you're going to be part of the broadcast today for SEN, which we are very grateful to be able to hear you. But you get to sit back now and commentate and tell some war stories and you don't have to worry about what goes on in the middle of the ground. Are you enjoying the media role? Mate, I loved it. Um, I did the last test I did TV and radio. <clears throat> I really enjoyed the radio. Radio was like the pictures aren't dictating where you go with things. You get a lot of stories, and I'm with the, the, the old war horses, aren't I? You know, Smithy <laughs> and Coney, and then my Saturday sesh mate from SCNZ, Daniel McCarty. And there's just so many stories. It's like, um, it's great to be able to get the visual side of that as well, which I love, uh, you know, SCNZ capturing that. There's a great joke with Smithy and Garth Galloway uh, in the last test. Uh, and yeah, it's just, it's great. It's such a different feel. Um, and, you know, the one thing that I, I do still have is I've got a rapport with the players and I think that, you know, getting inside information, but also, you know, speaking to the players and being firm but fair with them, like actually being fair um, with their performances. And, you know, this this New Zealand team is, we're experiencing a golden era of New Zealand cricket, but it's kind of change of guard now. You mentioned those young players and um, yeah, it's it's sort of a weird situation to be in now because some of the guys I haven't played with. So um, I'm sort of saying goodbye to the likes of Wagner and Saudi coming to the end. Uh, it's been a phenomenal group. But yeah, I just feel humbled and very privileged to be uh, commentating the game from the best seats in the house. Well, Grant, we feel very privileged to speak to you this morning. We thank you for your time. We can't wait to listen to you during the coverage. Thanks, fellas. Let's hope it's uh, a good one with no no controversy, but I'm sure there's always controversy between <laughs> Australia and New Zealand. Grant Elliott joining us there. Be part of our coverage later on this morning. And I love just how casually Bixie said, oh, yeah, this one was just a little shake with an earthquake. I was in um, Bali in 2023, and we 
were woken up to an earthquake and it was the scariest moment of my life. Mm. Um, and that's just, you know, just a little cheeky one there. So, um, yeah, it's going to be fascinating to watch this because I mentioned to Grant that Australia coming off the back of a loss mm. at home against the West Indies at the Gabba and New Zealand have a point to prove because we will continually raise that stat that they have won one test match in 29 attempts against the Aussies where there's, there's a fair bit of unknown going into today. Yeah. The, the other thing that shocked me, like, We've only played um, – it's, it's our first test between Australia and New Zealand for four summers. Like, we played cricket 12 months of the year, it seems, and our closest neighbour, who I think we enjoy playing against in terms of as spectators watching, they generally put up a bit of a fight with New Zealand. So I just find it strange we don't play them a little bit more. Grant Elliott, the man who his finest moment, scoring an unbeaten 84, a judge man of the match uh, against South Africa in the semi-final of the 2015 World Cup, hitting the winning six off the second last ball from Dane, uh, Dale Stain. So it's not a bad resume there. He's going to be part of our coverage today. It's SENSA.